Welcome back to the 21st episode of Podcasty Mastered. I'm Chelsea, ready to bring you our final Spooktober episode. Before we get into this one, I wanted to take a minute to let you know what you should expect. This episode is a bit different than our previous ones. We've created an audio drama in the same vein of a true crime podcast. This is a story I wrote, and the Demastered crew and co. are the actors. What you are about to hear is completely fictional, and any relation to real events is completely coincidental. If you're not already subscribed, please do. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at PodDemastered. You can also email us at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. Are you ready? This is our fictional audio drama, I Lived Above a Serial Killer. We now cut to breaking news. We've just received word from the police chief that they have detained a suspect in connection to the string of grisly murders that have taken place over the last few months in the Tri-State area. The police aren't releasing any further details at this time in order to maintain the integrity of the investigation. We'll be sure to give you more information when it becomes available. Live, local, late breaking. We'll be back with the weather right after this break. What you are about to hear are the police recordings from the night of Saturday, June 22nd, 2019. Name, please. Harold Burton. Thank you, Mr. Burton. Please, call me Harold. So, Harold, you live in apartment... Number two, sir. It's on the back side of the building, lower level. I see. And are you familiar with the residents that live on the front side? Yeah, I've met everyone that lives there. I try to get to know my neighbors. So, what can you tell me about the tenant in number six? Well, that couple was a handful. No, Harold. The current resident. Single man. Right, right, right. They just really made an impression on me. The newer guy seems like a nice man. Met him once or twice. He's definitely gone a lot. I think he must travel a bunch for his job. What about the tenant in number five? Oh, it's that young girl. What's her name? Miss Daniels? Claire, that's right. Not too much to say about her. She's lived in the building for the last couple of years. I guess kind of odd and quiet. Odd? How, How so? Well, Claire keeps to herself. Rarely seems to leave her apartment. But I've seen a bit more of her lately ever since she bought that dog. Does the dog cause any problems? None that I noticed. She barks every once in a while, but she's a dog. What do you expect? Anything else of note? Yeah, I guess. Lately, I've noticed that whenever Claire is walking her dog, she always seems to be constantly on edge, afraid of someone or something. Do you have any idea what makes her so afraid? No idea. I see. So just a quiet, normal apartment building with some quirks here and there? I guess so. So nothing at all out of the ordinary has happened in the last year? Well, we did have an awful smell that would come and go a couple weeks at a time. Can you describe the smell? It kind of smelled like rotten meat. Was this smell affecting just your unit? No, there were complaints all over the building. 
In fact, I think the front of the building got hit the worst. Did you ever find out what it was? No, sir. I reckon the landlord can help you with that, though. My name's Barbara Hawkins. And you're the landlord, correct? Yeah, I own four apartment buildings on that street and several more across town, too. Mr. Burton shared with me that a weird smell had been bothering his apartment building. Oh, Claire, she called me a month or two ago about a weird smell. She was convinced it was something unholy and foul. She said it must be something rotting in the walls. And did you check it out yourself? No, I called our maintenance guy, Jeff, to come check it out. There didn't seem to be anything wrong. Who said that? Jeff said he went and checked out Claire's apartment and things were fine. He went and checked on the lower apartment too and the nice gentleman there answered the door. He apologized for any problems and just said it was some trash he had been meaning to take out. But work had been keeping him really busy. He assured Jeff it wasn't anything he couldn't handle. And that was that? Yeah, pretty much. So you're telling me rotting lunch meat can stink up an entire building? I suppose so. Hmm. Well, thank you for that information. Sir, what is this all about exactly? Okay, Miss Daniels, start from the beginning. Well, I live on what I like to call the apartment street. It's like the never-ending road of identical apartment buildings. They're all two stories, and most of them have private entrances. I'm in the corner one, number five, on the second floor. My building is one of those that has those private entrances for each unit. Let's see. There is an older couple that lives on the backside, a guy that keeps to himself, and one neighbor across the street frequently walks their dog. Then there's also the couple that argues across the street all the time about their broken-down car. Hmm. You seem to know a lot that goes on in your area. Thanks for noticing. I spend all my time in my apartment. It's where I eat, work, and live. I'm just a single girl that doesn't get out much. I sure do love people watching, and my apartment has prime viewing of the area. I always know what's going on nearby. Please, uh, please continue. When you live alone, every noise is deafening. It makes you just want to check them out just in case it's a serial killer or something. Better to be in the know than not at all. When I'm not busy checking on things, I'm playing video games. I mainly play detective games. Everything from point-and-click murder mystery types to RPGs. RPGs? What are, what are those? Oh, you know those role-playing games where you get to play as a detective or some character or something and choose how to interact with other characters. You decide how to try and solve the mystery. Yeah. Anyway, I've lived in this apartment for close to seven years, and I know everyone in the building, as well as many others in the adjacent buildings. Well, the apartment below me had been vacant for quite some time. Probably about six months. Let me just say, thank goodness, I was enjoying that peace and quiet. Those neighbors I had beforehand, ooh boy, glad the landlord kicked them out. That's not important, though. A thing to note, though, is that my landlord had been a real stickler since then, trying to find the perfect tenant. Much to my annoyance, she did finally find one. I was ecstatic to learn it wasn't a young college partying type. 
I did not need them keeping me awake at night. Okay, so the guy that moves in appeared normal at first. I would guess he's mid-60s, has thin white hair, always seemed to be wearing a crisp white polo. The landlord had shared with me prior to him moving in that he was from the Pacific Northwest and supposedly moved to be closer to his family. What specifically stood out to you about him? Well, he moved in rather quickly. Middle of the week, I think. I swear I never saw a moving van. I mean, the van may have been there that one time I got groceries, but I wasn't gone long enough for a van to come and go and move in a bunch of stuff. Definitely odd. But figured he was just maybe that kind of guy that liked the simple life, you know, few belongings and things like that. Oh, I'd say at the beginning, I saw him once or twice and gave him a wave or hi here or there. Nothing really set me off. That's not particularly unusual. You just said it yourself, nothing was odd. I know. The moving in was odd, but he didn't set off any warning bells for me then. However, a couple weeks later, yeah, things got pretty sketchy. I figured he worked the night shift. He typically seemed to leave sometime after dinner, and when I would typically wake up, his car would be there. Again, that's nothing out of the ordinary. I know. Look, this is a lot to explain concisely. It's a process. Please continue. So as you know, living in an apartment building sure has its disadvantages. One thing being, the walls at times almost seem paper thin. Like, no joke. You can definitely hear your neighbors sometimes. Well, there were, you know, some nights where I would stay up until 1 or 2 in the morning, you know, playing my video games, or watching the latest serial killer documentary, and I would hear him get back. He would start slamming the doors and stuff. Just all of a sudden, he was loud now. It was noticeable. So then, I started looking out the window when I heard him get back. Sometimes he would come back in a different vehicle. The one he drove during the day was a bright red SUV. However, the one I would see sometimes at night would be a black truck. And it would always be gone by morning. Any other specifics you can share about the vehicles? It's all on my phone that I shared with you all earlier. I have photos of the license plates, you know, everything you would need. I know some of the photos aren't the best. You know, you do what you can taking pictures in the dark. Now, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make sure we take a look at those. Then things got weirder. Yeah, I'm sure they did. No, really. A couple times he would go out during the day, and when he got back, he would grab a briefcase from his trunk. His trunk. Who does that? Put their briefcase in the trunk? That's like me putting my purse in the trunk all the time. That's just not normal. But let me tell you, that wasn't even the weirdest part. I would notice when he grabbed his briefcase, his seats in his car would always be down. And they always looked like they had just been cleaned. How is that not weird? Noted. Can you tell me about the weird smells? Yes. A month or so in, it was just awful. Oh gosh. I couldn't tell if it was coming from the walls, the ceiling, the floor. I don't know. I just could not tell. I have notes that it smelled like rotten meat. Yes! By that point, I was already suspicious of that man. I would often joke in my head that I could be living above a serial killer. 
Just from all of these so-called oddities? Duh. So the smell would really waft up to my apartment. I definitely knew it was coming from below at this point. It did not stop. I eventually called the landlord. I spoke with her, and things seemed resolved. Sure. That's what he wanted you to think. The smells did stop for a while, but they came back. Did you contact your landlord again? No. Something else happened. What What happened? It had been a little while since Jeff, our maintenance guy, had come by. I was cooking dinner, and then I started to smell it. It was so strong. The rotten smell? No, gas. Uh, what? I started to freak out because I was cooking dinner and didn't know where the leak was at. I couldn't figure it out, so I had to call the fire department. They came to my apartment and checked everything out. I told them it may be something downstairs, so they needed to check that apartment. Well, the guy wasn't home, so the landlord had to let him in. And what did they find? Nothing. So frustrating. What was frustrating? Oh, I mean, the gas leak, you see... Miss Daniels, is there something you are not telling me? Look, they didn't find anything. While everyone is out of the building and the firefighters were in the downstairs unit, my neighbor did come home. He looked absolutely furious. I couldn't help but smile. I had hit a nerve. I, uh... I don't think I want to ask. Then don't. Did you fake a gas leak because you wanted someone to check out your suspicious neighbor's apartment? Miss Daniels, you are playing a dangerous and very stupid game. I don't know what you're talking about. Look, there's no way to prove or disprove what happened. One of the firefighters told me himself that women have a keener sense of smell than men when it comes to gas. And that's probably why their equipment was having problems picking up gas readings. <sighs> Look, there's a lot to this story. May I continue? <sighs> Fine. A week or two passed, and it was another late night for me. I was playing the newest horror game. So, so close to getting to Platinum. But then, there was a noise downstairs that made me jump. It was two in the morning and my neighbor had just gotten back home. I looked out the window and he had somehow backed up onto the sidewalk so that his trunk was practically inches from the door. I'd had it. I stormed outside. It was probably one of the dumbest things I've ever done. I marched right on up to his door. He saw me approach and his expression changed from surprise to confusion to horror to anger. I realized in that moment I had made a stupid mistake. I just ended up mumbling a story about how I'd heard a lot of noise and, you know, thought it was the car hitting the curb and just was jolted awake and wanted to make sure things were okay. He gruffly told me he had a family emergency and had to get some things and leave quickly. I took a step closer to him, trying to peek into his car and apartment. However, he took a step closer to me, blocking my view. He looked more annoyed. I then told him to be careful and wished him a good night. He still seemed happy, but begrudgingly told me goodnight. That seems reckless. Oh, it definitely was. I realized in that moment I was very lucky to be alive. I then ran up to my apartment and barricaded myself in. The next day I bought a dog. You did what? I said I bought a dog. I know, but- Look, you're a dude. You may not understand. I am a young, single woman living alone, and I definitely had a serial killer as a neighbor. Plus, I had already annoyed and tipped him off at least twice already. 
We all know how this goes. I was not going to be his next victim. Mm -mm. So I did the most logical thing and bought a guard dog. Daisy, my German shepherd. She is very sweet, but protective when needed. Well-trained. Then what? Did your dog bite your neighbor? Am I that stupid to you? Why would I let that happen? He doesn't need to start a lawsuit with me. Daisy may have growled at him probably a couple times, but that's that. In fact, I think he started to avoid me after that. Okay, so any other relevant details? Of course. I, uh, I don't have all night. I noticed that my neighbor did back up his car to the door a couple more times. However, he was much quieter about it. I would also see that black truck occasionally. Enough was enough. I decided it was time for me to tail him. Daisy and I hung out in my car. I had tried to put up those window shade things on all my windows, so it was harder for him to see in the car if he happened to look in for whatever reason. Well, the first night was a bust. He didn't leave his apartment. So I decided to stake it out a couple more days and then finally hit the jackpot. It was on the 11th. He even left in that mysterious black truck and we followed. And? I tried my best to keep my distance. It definitely was tricky because the roads around here are quite windy and it can be hard to see when someone turns. But I followed him into the city, then out onto the highway. He really started to speed up then. That made it difficult. I tried to follow, but I mean, what's going to look like when a young girl like me at whatever odd time in the morning is speeding along? I was not going to get pulled over. So continued following him as best I could. And then because of the speed, I eventually lost him. And it was probably within five, ten minutes being on the highway. I think he may have taken one of the exits, but I don't know for sure. And there was another time I... Wait, wait, wait. Hold that thought. Oh, thanks for bringing me a drink. Anything else I can do for you, detective? Tell me about your tenant in apartment six. Bit of an older gentleman, someone not quite as young as some of my latest tenants. I was happy to have someone, I guess you could say, more established and mature looking for somewhere to rent. It was a godsend because the couple that used to live in that apartment had caused some problems. I heard. Did anything seem out of the ordinary about this new tenant? No, not at all. Great credit, good references, had a well-established job. Plus, to be honest, I was more than happy to have someone move in after it had been vacant for so long. I see. What about your first impressions of Miss Daniels? Claire? Let me think. She definitely has been one of my long-term tenants. Not sure what she has to do with this, though. Nice girl. Just a little odd. Odd? Odd how? Just surprised to find her living by herself. Doesn't seem to get out much. She always pays her rent on time, though. Never had any problems. Never? No, not really. So nothing besides the weird smells and gas leak? Oh, yes. Claire had called me about that gas leak. Strange situation, really. So it's not a common occurrence? No. We regularly maintain all the appliances. In fact, a couple months before that incident, we had replaced all the ovens with brand new gas ones in that building. New ovens. Okay. Uh, Thank you for that information.
Is everything okay? Uh, no. Uh, care to explain these? What? What are these? You tell me. Um, weird wood photos, but... Where at, Miss Daniels? They were on your phone. My phone? I didn't take these. Oh, these photos just happen to be next to all of your so-called evidence you presented to us about the suspicious tenant in apartment 6. I don't know what these are. I'm going to ask you again, Miss Daniels. These photos are of trails where bodies of the victims have been found. This information isn't public knowledge. Why did you take these? I swear, I've never seen these before. I didn't take them. I've never even been to that trail. Sure, so they just magically appeared on your phone. You know everything about everyone, and you have been laying it on pretty thick all night that clearly your neighbor is a murderer, and you're just doing your civic duty getting into everyone's business. Wait, are you actually accusing me of killing all those people? Look, I've been sharing everything I know with you about the guy that lives below me. All evidence points to him. I would never. But these photos were on your phone. There must be a reason. Hold on, hold on. How do I know you're not just trying to coerce a fake confession out of me? I mean, how do I know you actually found those on my phone? I am not the killer here. Your words don't explain how these images just dropped onto your phone. They're not mine. I... Wait. Dropped? Have you looked into the photo metadata? The what now? Come on. Do you really think it's me? Look into the phone metadata. You know, the date, time, GPS coordinates, whose phone took it, all that stuff. That'll prove they're not mine. You'll see. Give me the timestamps and anything else you can on these photos. Anything else I can do for you, sir? Mr. Burton, can you tell me your whereabouts on May 24th? Well, um, let me see. May 24th. Oh, yes. I was taking a walk around the neighborhood. I typically walk after dinner. Can you recall if anyone else was in the apartment building? Now that you mention it, I did. Everyone is pretty much out except for Claire. In fact, I ran into her on my way back. She was throwing her trash in the dumpster. We ended up talking for a bit, and she was complaining about the weird smell. I told her it could have been a dead rat in the wall or something. Told her I was hoping it would go away soon, too. And? I went back inside. I realized it was actually five minutes past eight and quickly rushed to the TV to turn on my show. My favorite show airs on Friday nights. I knew it was the 24th because it was a brand new episode and I was bummed I had missed the first five minutes. Is that all? That's very helpful. Thank you, uh, thank you for your time. Did you look into the photos? <sighs> yes, you are cleared. They were his and ended up on your phone. We figure it must have been an airdrop or something of that nature. You see, I told you so. Watch your tone. Sorry. 
so they were airdropped. How the heck did I let that happen? It's not like you have his phone number, right? No, I mean, I must have left it turned on or something. How could I be so careless? I just wanted to let you know that you've been cleared and you're no longer a suspect. Yeah, I should have never been a suspect to begin with. Look, I'm just covering all the bases. So did you arrest him then? All you need to know is he's in our custody and any other further information I cannot share. Whatever. I guess I'm just happy that I helped. And I hope he is behind bars for life. Well, that's for the courts to decide. Today, the jury made a decision in the tri-state area serial killer trial. They found the male subject guilty on all counts. Our sources have shared with us some crazy evidence that assured his conviction. He apparently airdropped incriminating photos to his neighbor, thinking they would incriminate her. Clearly the wrong move. We'll share more details as soon as we get them. Thanks for listening to this week's special episode of Podcast Demastered. I Lived Above a Serial Killer was produced, written, and edited by Chelsea. Starring Emily as the news reporter. Amy as the narrator, Ethan as the detective, Wade as Harold Burton, Amy as Barbara Hawkins, and Chelsea as Claire Daniels. If you enjoyed this episode and would like for us to do more creative works like this, please be sure to let us know. You can email us at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at poddemastered and leave us a comment there. Next week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled antics. Magic is in the air. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next week.